FOMO, the fear of missing out? Well, it turns out that's so 2022. Now there's a new fear we're wrestling with. I'll tell you what that is, and we'll talk about it right now on Polly Campbell Simply Said. Hello, 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 and welcome to Polly Campbell Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And here's a question for you. In the last week, how many times have you said yes to something you wanted to do? And how many times have you said no? Saying no can be hard for sure, right? But it's important to say no and keep some boundaries in place and take care of ourselves when we don't really want to do something or when it's not a good fit for us. But it's hard because we don't want to miss out. We don't want to disappoint people. But it turns out now that research is showing more of us are feeling even worse about saying yes to things, right? We, we got comfortable during the pandemic in a weird kind of uncomfortable, scared out of our minds, tired of homeschooling way. We got used to being on our own. And according to a new survey, more than half of the adults now are trying to overcome that, but they're feeling F-O-S-Y, according to the researchers, which is the fear of saying yes. I laugh about it, but I have honestly felt this before, the fear of saying yes. So today, that's what we're going to talk about. The fear of saying yes is keeping us stuck because we have learned to cut back. We've learned to become more comfortable, many of us, with being on our own and saying no to things that we wanted to do, but it wasn't safe for us to do during the high months of the pandemic, or perhaps it's out of our budget. That gets in my way from time to time. I say no to things because I'm on a tight budget watching what I spend. And I want to make sure that I'm saying yes to the things that are truly meaningful to me, but that can become a bad habit. We become comfortable. And about 37% of the people surveyed for this small study in England claim that they are afraid to say yes to things because they are worried about their budget. 37%. Been there. I, I know that feeling. And another nearly 40% say they are afraid to say yes because they lack the confidence. They're afraid of what might happen if they do say yes. I've felt that before. You know, that keeps us stuck. That means we are staying close to our familiar routine. Missing out on some great experiences because we're afraid of what might happen when we get there. And that bothers us too. This survey said that most who have this fear of saying yes at different times feel like they've missed out on something important. They feel like they've missed out on making new friends or improving the relationships they have. Those who are single, say this fear of going out and saying yes to things has kept them from meeting potentially the love of their life. And others say it's kept them back from trying new hobbies or experiences that they've always wanted to do because they lack the confidence to try and they're afraid of saying yes. I, I think this is really interesting because I think it's what keeps us in the comfort zone and limits our growth. But I also think, as I write about and you recharge, I mean, this is really where the book came 
for me. You recharge because I was really comfortable in my routine. But at some point, the routine didn't feel comfortable anymore. It felt dull. It felt boring. And when we're in that mode, it is draining right? It, it creates a different kind of tiredness and fatigue when it feels like we're not engaging in the world in interesting ways. So I think this is an interesting thing to think about because for years and years when I was growing up, you know, it was very hard to say no. And then there was this movement, it's okay to say no and keep some boundaries in place. You don't have to do everything. And I still believe that there's a balance between taking care of ourselves and doing what we need to do and missing out on things that we would benefit from that we would like to try because we're afraid. And I think that's worth some examination. Are there things you're not doing because it's not the right fit for you? Or are you not doing them because you're afraid? I've had to answer this question several times because I'm very introverted. I love my books. I love my fireplace. I love being home with the family and nesting in. And also because I have a pretty intense week, like all of you, right? I have a lot of work. I'm running my daughter here and there. There's a lot going on. So when the weekends come around, I don't want to do anything. And yet there are things that I know would enhance my life leave me in a better mood, help me connect with the people I care about if I got up and did them. So I'm really thinking about that a lot this year. In fact, I have something coming up this weekend that I wanted to say no to over and over again because I didn't feel like making the effort and because I felt a little uncomfortable. It's something new to me. But the bottom line is I know this experience will be valuable. I know it's going to be a blast. I also know it's going to be important. And so for all those reasons, I did say yes, but I wrestled with it. And ultimately what it came down to was I wasn't going because I felt uncomfortable. And that on something that could be really meaningful or, or life-changing or interesting, that cannot be enough of a reason for me to stay home. I have lots of weekends to stay home, right? But when there's something that I think can elevate my experience, I need to be there. And I think this fear of saying yes for me and for others I know can really become a form of self-sabotage. It's really easy to make all sorts of excuses. So I think we have to get really honest and become very self-aware, not just give a blanket yes or no answer without consideration, but really evaluate. Now, if I've been running around and out three nights a week and we haven't had any family time together and I'm not feeling strong in my body, I'm going to say no, no matter what it is, because that's my value to connect with my family, to be physically healthy so I can do the work and the things that I want to do in my life. But most days I balance that pretty well. Most weeks I intentionally balance that. I don't go out very often for those reasons. I want to be home with the family. I want to stay physically strong. When another opportunity comes up that is uncommon or interesting, then I will have the resources mentally and physically to go out and be part of the world in this way. So when those opportunities come up, I have to be very careful and slow my roll and not just say, oh, I'd love to, but I'm too busy because I'm living a full life, but I'm deliberately not trying to overcommit myself so that I can reach forward and grab these opportunities, even when, and especially when maybe, they make me a little uncomfortable. So we've got to gauge, right? 
not every week is a good week for me to do something extra or unique. Some weeks are busier than others, but often there can be an opportunity hidden there if I can get over the nerves of saying yes. You know what I'm talking about? I bet you do, because I think this is more common than we know. And I think we just haven't put language to it very often before. You know, we might even call it other things. Like, I think sometimes this can be tied into a fear of success. When I wrote my first book, Imperfect Spirituality, I don't know, 15 years ago now, I thought a lot about this. I had that book in mind for a long time. And for many reasons, I wasn't ready to write it yet. But one of those things that came to mind is, I was afraid of what might happen if the book got published and, and the marketing and the public appearances and the experiences I would have if the book got published because there's a whole other aspect to writing up rather than just publishing. You get the workout, but then there's a whole other aspect to the job. And it was that more extroverted aspect of the job that I think slowed me down. I think I used it to sabotage myself. It became a way of not doing the book because I worried too much about what might happen if the book got published. I hadn't even written the book yet. How can I worry about what might happen after it's published, right? That was years away. And by the time that came into my life, by the time it was time to promote and market that book, I was older and more skilled and more prepared to do those things. It's the same with parenting. I remember worrying a lot when uh, our, before our daughter was born, would I know what to do? And well, the one thing I, I thought about at the time was, what, what am I going to do when she's a teenager? How's that going to go? And she wasn't even born yet, right? And I had a really good friend to me say, hey, your skills are going to get better as a mother, as you go along, as she ages, you will also age, you'll learn new things too. And so you'll be ready for those stages when they come. That's exactly what's happened. I mean, as ready as you can be for raising a teenager, right? When we venture into new territory, whatever it is, even the greatest new territory, marriage and new jobs and new babies and all of that, we have to battle our own expectations, right? We talked about that on last week's episode, episode 199. We have to battle expectations about how we think things should go, what we think might happen, what we want to happen, what other people expect from us, the people-pleasing tendencies we may or may not have. And with anything new, there's also a chance that we will fail or be judged or not have any fun at all and feel really uncomfortable. So we find it sometimes easier and faster to say no to something, even if we want to do it. We have this fear of saying yes because of what we expect might happen, because of our expectations and our perceptions, and because of projecting even though we've never done it before. Here's the thing, though. If you are like me, after a while, that does not feel good at all. Sure, I'm introverted. I prefer to nest in like I told you. But when I say no to things that I'm curious about, things that I think would be interesting or good for me, things that will allow me to connect with good friends, when I say no to those things because I'm uncomfortable, that makes me uncomfortable, too. I do not like sitting at home wondering what I'm missing, wondering if I would have had a great time. Now, some things are no-brainers. Some things I know aren't for me. I'm not going to go. There's no excuses. It's 
going to require more energy than I will get from the new experience. But other things, either I don't know or I'm curious and I want to try. And when I do those things, I always feel re-engaged and more excited and more interested in the world because we need those new experiences coming in to grow as people, to expand into who we are. When we take on new experiences, we grow in courage, we develop resilience, and those things increase our confidence and our self-esteem, and they make life more rewarding, more satisfying, more meaningful. There's lots of research that talks about this. So when we do those things that are new to us, when we overcome our fear of saying yes and go for it, we actually become healthier and happier people. So this is what I'm looking at this year, right? Again, I keep having to come back to this. And I'm not saying we got to jump all in and do everything. I'm not saying that we need to take unnecessary risks. But this comes back to the way we want to create our, our lives, the way we want to create our lives, the connections we want to build, the things we want to learn, the things we want to try and do and expand. And then it becomes about the experience and the process much more than the outcome. Then if we try something new and don't like it at all, we don't have to do it again. If we connect with somebody and we're not going to be fast friends, good. Now we know. Or we could meet the love of our lives, right? So, so I think it's time to jump into life a little more this year now that we're reemerging from this new reality. And we need to overcome our fear of saying yes. We're going to talk about how to do that when we get back right here on Polly Campbell Simply Said on the best business network of Electrocast. And we are back. This is Polly. You're listening to Polly Campbell Simply Said on the best business network of Electrocast. And we're talking about the fear of saying yes. I've never heard the words put to it that way. But basically, we're talking about all the time we turn something down that might be invigorating or interesting or healthy and good for us because because we're afraid to spend too much money or we lack the confidence and we're afraid of what might happen or what if we can't handle it and the awkwardness that comes with meeting new people or doing new things or whatever. I get it. I felt all of those things pretty regularly. And then I think we have to get over it, right? Again, like we talked about, this is about self-awareness. I'm not saying jump into everything all the time. This is about deliberate doing, about choosing to say yes to the things that you know will enhance your life. You'll connect with somebody new, create a new business opportunity, try a hobby you've always been curious about, take a class, do something that brings a positive, engaging energy into your life. And if you do that, even if you don't have a great experience, you're going to benefit from having tried. I think that's what it's really about. And I have to remind myself of this all the time because I like to be in my chair reading my books and doing those things. But every time I've deliberately chosen to say yes to some opportunity that came my way, when I really thought about it, it's it's raised the level of my life. Now, there's plenty that I say no to right away. You know that about yourself. There are things I'm just not interested in, things I'm just not going to do. And I've got plenty of things during the week to keep me busy between work and family. But 
when something unique comes your way or a concert's in town or an author you want to see or there's a writing class you're curious about or a friend invites you to a spontaneous dinner, can you say yes to those things and embrace them knowing that they're going to elevate your life? Because many of us, especially coming out of the pandemic, have this fear of saying yes, right? That, we're get, that we don't know how to be in the world anymore, that it makes us nervous. I totally get that. I totally feel that. And we need to move on. We need to get over it because there are things that we want to create in our lives. And the way to do it is by building that social support and creating good, interesting, growth-oriented experiences. So how do we do it? Okay, one thing I wrote about this in my first book, Imperfect Spirituality, is called Everyday Courage. And I think we all have this. I think we're all born with this ability to do difficult things. Now, do we want to all the time? Of course not. No, and there are things that scare us. And these are the same things that we face down and decide to get married anyhow, even after we've been divorced, or we schedule the doctor's appointment, even though we're worried about what we might hear, or we re-enroll in college to finish our degree, even though it's been 20 years since we did it last time, right? Everyday courage. It's not a matter of creating this, it's a matter of practicing this. And the way to practice is to prepare and train. So, Firemen, firefighters do not go into the building first time to battle a five alarm blaze. They practice and train. They learn how to get through those situations. And then they study and then they practice on smaller fires and watch videos and stuff. We need to practice some things too, right? The first time I did a bookstore appearance, I didn't walk in cold. I practiced. I even rehearsed how I was going to greet people and sign books and what that was going to be like because I was so nervous. And yet I knew this was an important part of my job. And I knew I wanted the experience of doing it. Everyday courage is the decision to prepare and practice and go anyhow, knowing that the situation may be imperfect, and that's just fine. We are capable of handling that. And by the way, I love meeting the readers and doing bookstore appearances now. So with practice, I got better at that and, and that made it easier to do. But I didn't start there. Everyday courage. We all have those things in our lives that we're curious about. We want to try, but we feel nervous. Now's the time to face up to them. Practice. Think about what the encounter might be like and then go do it. Another way to get over this fear of saying yes is to take baby steps, right? You don't have to say yes to leaving your job and taking a trip cross country in a motorhome for six months. You don't have to do that if that makes you, I'd have a fear of saying yes to that too. I'd also be really curious about that. I think that would be an interesting thing to try. But maybe you start with taking one day off work um, and playing hooky and doing something you've never done before. Maybe you start with taking the afternoon off and practicing a hobby you've wanted to take on but never tried. Baby steps. We've got to get in the habit of saying yes to things again and of putting ourselves into those situations of discomfort and thriving because of them. Then we can remind ourselves, hey, hey, I found the courage. I took this little step and look at me. It went fine. And it can go fine even if it's not something you ever want to do again, right? I tell my daughter this all the time. 
we are just getting out in the world to develop and practice the skill of being in the world and paying attention. Because we learn something about ourselves that is, hey, I don't like this person or I don't want to parachute and skydive ever again or I'm not interested in writing a book after all, that's data in. That's information we, we can use. That's not wasted time. So it's worth taking baby steps. Try these things we're curious about because the experience alone, the process of doing that alone will elevate us, make us healthier, happier people, no matter what the outcome is. And I think it's worth taking these little baby steps before we pull up stakes and leave the job or head off in the motorhome for a year. It's a way of practicing and practicing our mindset around them, right? Not so much the skills we need, but practicing the way we think about these adventures and this growth and movement. And along the way, it's okay to modify our expectations, right? I I used to really worry, well, if I'm going to go to this networking event, I need to get this many leads or blah, blah, blah. Now I try to go in with the mindset, I'm just going to have an experience. I may meet a person that makes me laugh, that's fun to visit with. I might learn something I didn't know before, even if that means learning something I didn't like right? That's information in too. Or the driving route to the event might be a new way for me and land me in a new neighborhood, which, you know, you never know what you're going to fall into. And I like that. I like that exploration. So now when I go into something new, I go in with very few expectations. I'm just going to go and show up and be engaged and be aware that's my expectation. Whatever comes out of that, I don't have to know. And it it works better for me in that way. Number one, it makes it more interesting because I'm more on alert for cool stuff, right? I'm I'm more tuned in. Um, And it takes the pressure off. I don't have to make new friends if I don't. If I'm feeling nervous and introverted, I don't have to make new friends. I can just stand by the food table or whatever it is right? Take the expectation off. Let the only demand be that you're going to go and you're going to participate. You're going to say yes. You're going to feel the fear if that comes with it. You're going to use your courage and you're going to show up. And that is a victory and a way to practice these things because the more we say yes and have a great time, the easier it becomes to identify the things that we enjoy in our lives. I really think that when we go in with these this list of expectations or outcomes we want, we also limit ourselves. The universe is a magical place. And I've gone to things uh, where I've landed in the most interesting discussions or I met somebody who was looking for a writer for a new opportunity or whatever it was and I couldn't have anticipated. I remember once I was uh, working on a newspaper story when I was very young. I was just starting out and I was all nervous uh, about interviewing this person and it was extremely difficult interview and She's become one of my best friends in life ever. 
had I not been open to what I encountered there, I would have missed that, I think. I got a good story. The friendship developed over time. It didn't develop that day. But there was something about that moment and that connection we made that has really enriched my life in ways that I can't even fully express. So be open, say yes, get over your fears, say yes, and be open to whatever comes. Now, I'm talking like this is the easiest thing in the world. It's not for me. Some of you I know, my husband, this stuff is much easier for. It's, it's not an easy thing for me. But when I can laugh a little bit and have some humor about myself and my quirks and all of that, it becomes easier. Another trick I use is to remember all the times I've had to do <laughs> new things in my life before and I've always survived. And in fact, they've almost always been awesome. So I, I pull out all the stops to get myself motivated to show up in the world this way. And finally, remember the benefits. The number one way people live well and live long is because of strong social connections. The only way to have those is to reach out to one another, to remember we're all more alike than we are different, to be attentive to the friends that fuel you in your life, make time to see each other or talk to each other, and be around new people. You don't necessarily have to become friends with them, but by bridging those connections, then we learn more and we grow more and all sorts of healthy things happen. Really the key thing is life becomes more fun, becomes more interesting. I always talk that everything in my life as a writer is material. And I don't think you can write unless you're also engaged with the world in some way. But I think we can't really live unless we're also participating and out there and challenging ourselves and bringing in new ideas and new behaviors and new hobbies and new actions and, and all of this stuff. Because I think that's the stuff that makes life fun and meaningful. And that's what the survey showed. In the survey I referenced, uh, commissioned by Credino, which is a UK-based corporation, they found that most people thinking about this believe that when they can overcome their fear of saying yes and go all in, they feel like they're going to have a happier life. They're going to feel more fulfilled and have more meaning in their life. Another study showed that people who do this, 40% of them report that they feel more positive. So what are some things you can try? Well, is there a new job you're interested in? Maybe it's time to do it. Try new food. Uh, invite a friend to go to a different kind of outing. Over the holidays, a friend of mine called and said, hey, let's go to this Christmas bazaar real quick. We're just going to go for a couple hours and have a good time. And we usually meet for dinner or, or lunch. And so this was just a way to get out and be together. Um, Put yourself out there in a different way. It doesn't have to be a reckless way. You don't have to all of a sudden start wearing plaid if you're a solids kind of girl. But challenge yourself and do the things you're curious about. One thing I'm doing is next time I'm invited, I'm saying yes. And I did it this week, so I'm trying to put this to the test. I said yes when I usually say no. I'm a little nervous about it, but I'm also really looking forward to it. So that's a fun form of growth and information gathering, right? And if you hate it, you don't have to do it again. If you're lacking those connections and you want more of that in your life, then why don't you be the one to invite? 
we interviewed Nick Gray a few weeks ago on episode 192 and talked about throwing the perfect cocktail party. Get involved in something new that you're really interested in and you're likely to find others who share those interests too. Listen, we know what to do, but it all starts with us saying yes to something new, something interesting, something that piques our curiosity, and then going all in. One thing I said yes to almost five years ago, can you believe it, is this podcast, Polly Campbell Simply Said, and today is the 200th episode. Unbelievable. This is a good example of what we're talking about today. I sat around and talked about how much I wanted to start a podcast for years. And fear kept me away. I didn't know how to do it. And I was afraid I would really blow it. Instead, you came along with me and we learned together and we've shared some great ideas and connections over the years. And I am grateful. Thank you so much for listening now and always to Polly Campbell Simply Said. And as part of this ongoing discussion, I have the polycampbell.substack.com newsletter. Become part of our community there. Thanks for being with me all these years. Love doing the show. I love connecting with you. And I'm so glad I said yes to this. Remember, make room for growth. Let's overcome our fear of saying yes and be deliberate in what we do so the things we say yes to enhance our lives. Try it and see how you feel. When we open a life's possibilities, we will all live well, do good, and be happy. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast, Back to the Arena, The Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock band like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, The Interview. Electric Acid. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Electric acid.